0: 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In
1: 2010, I thought I was doing something. And now I'm rapping with a crew or something. I guess the track don't really stick unless he's blowing something. And I never fit the shoe until I do it something. Yo, bracing myself like teeth. Boy, it's the same old route on some new concrete. But homie, these tunes make you get a new ID. I'm trying to do my thing. To- hey, y'all. The OGs and new listeners alike, I am Randy. And this is my indie episode. The indie episodes are individual episodes Mikey and I record. It's a way for us to honor who we are as individuals and not just who we are as spouses. And today, I'm going to talk about Codependent No More: How to Stop Controlling Others and Start Caring for Yourself. It's a book by Melody Beattie. This indie won't just be a book review, though. Instead, I'll also tell you what I think about the book, why I read it, how I relate, and why I think everyone should read this book. Stay tuned. So what happened was, Codependent No More has found its way to me multiple times and each time until the last time (laughs) i ignored it i first came across the book on a site called out of the fog which is a website and community devoted to helping adult children and people who deal with family members that suffer from personality disorders um basically like cope and take care of themselves and straight from the site fog stands for fear obligation and guilt so the site is called you know out of the fear obligation and guilt of the things we put up with when dealing with family so for context um an adult child is a term commonly used to describe any grown adult who was exposed to emotional physical or sexual abuse as a child and this is straight from the site out of the fog which i'll make sure to link in the show notes And personality disorders are defined as a type of mental disorder in which you have a rigid and unhealthy pattern of thinking, functioning, and behaving. A person with a personality disorder has trouble perceiving and relating to situations and people. This causes significant problems and limitations in relationships, social activities, work, and school. And I pulled that from Mayo Clinic. So the type of personality disorders include narcissistic personality disorder, Borderline personality disorder, avoidant personality disorder, dependent personality disorder, and obsessive compulsive personality disorder and more. It was a whole list, but I wanted to name some of the ones that we have all heard about and or may not have known was a personality disorder. So I read through the forum about the book and decided nah. i don't need this one yet i don't need to read codependent no more let me read adult children of emotionally immature parents which was phenomenal and if y'all want any episode about that please let me know because that book was phenomenal Mm -hmm. but then one night during a patreon meeting Yanitsa, one of our patrons brought up codependent no more and i was like okay universe (laughs) i done seen this book it has come across my my view it has been mentioned to me i have read about it like off and on for weeks now. So fine, fine. I will I'll read this book. Um. So the author, Melody Bede, describes a codependent as a person who has let another person's behavior affect him or her and who was obsessed with controlling that person's behavior. The other person might be a child, an adult, a lover, a spouse, a brother, a sister, a grandparent, a parent, a client, or a best friend. He or she could be an alcoholic, a drug addict, a mentally or physically ill person, a normal person who occasionally has sad feelings, or one of the people mentioned earlier. But the heart of the definition in recovery lies not in the other person, no matter how much we believe it does. It lies in ourselves, in the ways we have let other people's behavior affect us, and in the ways we try to affect them, the obsessing, the controlling. The obsessive helping, caretaking, low self worth, bordering on self hatred, self repression, abundance of anger, and guilt. Peculiar dependency on peculiar people, attraction to and tolerance for the bizarre, other centeredness that results in the abandonment of self, communication problems, intimacy problems, and an ongoing broadwind trip through the five stage grief process. Oh, y'all. <clears throat> I had to take some water because my mouth was getting dry because um even reading this again (sighs) stresses me out because it's me and when I first read it I was like fuck that's me which brings me to why I read the book and how I relate so y'all I have been codependent for as long as I can remember meaning that ever since I was a child um I have tried and failed repeatedly okay uh, to control people people including my parents my family members friends and quotes and etc I have consistently devoted myself to abandoning myself um and I realized that before I give up on anyone else, I will always give up on myself and sell myself out because, frankly, it's way easier to do these things to myself than anyone else. And because I've always believed that I am i don't matter and I'm no good. And I hadn't realized how much I really believed that until I had to, like, you know, confront some things which i will get it to okay so i have also consistently looked to other people to rescue me and to be the authority over my life because i just knew i was no good and could not be trusted and so i'm what the author of adult children of emotionally immature parents would call an internalizer meaning i've internalized every bad thing that has ever happened to me and put it on myself oh so so and so said this or did this so that must mean i'm bad that must mean I deserve. It. And for at first I didn't realize how this made me codependent and you may be wondering um uh, this as well. Um you also may be wondering how I've been able to manage for so long. And it's because I consider myself a high functioning codependent. <laughs> it's not funny. With ancestors that deeply love me. Um, but not really. Um as y'all may know already and have peaked from last season the icing on the cake for me was noble. Now, while we are out of our grief season for the podcast, I can't deny that conceiving him, birthing him, and holding him until the end uh, put lots of things in perspective. Uh, A week out of the hospital, I was arguing with an ex-friend, begging for apologies, and in deep, deep physical and emotional pain. And I was like, why am I always the victim, in quotes, of some fuck shit <laughs> and involved in messy friendship breakups and messy family drama? Um, and I was like, girl, we got to figure this out because I was in a lot of pain, y'all. I was just like, this is I would close my eyes and I would just see myself getting punched in the gut. Like I felt like I was in a dark alley somewhere being held by a gang of people and just getting stumped out and so um I really had to I I really had to dig deep because it is true if you are the one who's always involved in a fallout a fight chaos and etc it is you it is you (laughs) and y'all it has been me it has been me it has been me it has been me um a lot of the stuff that's happened to me necessarily wasn't my fault but it was my responsibility And so I had to realize that I have been the cause of my own destruction because I've been too busy worrying about everybody else. I've been stuck in a land of seems like, who do I seem like? How do I look? What will people think? And I used to think that I can't possibly like change and be myself because if I change and start telling the truth, what will happen to my family? What will happen to people's reputations? What will happen to my friendships? If I stop wearing a mask, I will lose everyone. And I was not willing to lose anyone. Um, never mind the fact that I have lost myself. <laughs> so it gets deep. So here are some codependent characteristics from the book that, that made me really be like, Fuck <laughs> Fuck. This is why the universe was like, Read this book, girl, cause you keep asking for help and we're trying to help you. All right, so codependent caretakers may feel compelled, almost forced to help that person solve the problem, such as offering unwanted advice, giving rapid fire series of suggestions, or fixing feelings. Codependent caretakers may also find themselves attached to needy people, abandon their routine to respond to or do something for somebody else, feel safest when giving, and find themselves saying yes when they mean no, doing things they don't really want to be doing doing more than their fair share of the work, and doing things other people are capable of doing for themselves. Stay with me, y'all, because I got some more. (laughs) Codependents with low self-worth tend to come from troubled, repressed, or dysfunctional families. Codependents with low self-worth also tend to deny their family was troubled, repressed, or dysfunctional, reject compliments or praise, and feel guilty about spending money on themselves and doing unnecessary or fun things for themselves. Codependents with control issues may think they know best how things should turn out and how people should behave. Codependents with control issues may also try to control events and people through helplessness, guilt, coercion, threats, advice giving, manipulation, or domination. And codependents with control issues may also not see or deal with their fear of loss of control. (laughs) Okay. So codependents with dependency issues look for happiness outside of themselves, often seek love from people incapable of loving, tolerate abuse to keep people loving them. Codependents with dependency issues may also leave bad relationships and form new ones that don't work either. And codependents with dependency issues try to prove they're good enough to be loved. Finally, Codependents with poor communication skills frequently blame, threaten, coerce, beg, bribe, advise, don't say what they mean, don't mean what they say, don't know what they mean, apologize for bothering people. <laughs> Y'all, I really could go on and on because uh, the section in the book uh, explaining characteristics of codependence, breaking them down by categories goes on for a few pages. But ultimately, I'm saying is me. It's me, and it's probably all of us on some level. And as everyone knows, the first step is admitting you have a problem. And so, hi, my name is Randy, and I am codependent. And for many of us, we didn't intend to become this way, right? My codependency, and maybe yours too, grew from being a product of your environment or your family system, and etc. And somewhere, somehow, we forget. And in this case, I have forgotten that I have grown. I am not stuck. I don't have to remain lost. And I can change. Uh, the author Melody Beattie offers many solutions and recommendations. But the main one is we become undependent, not independent, but undependent. When we change a pattern, tell the truth and start small. So for me, becoming undependent has looked like changing my eating habits. I've been eating vegan since August. Um, it has been a smooth transition now every now and then, okay, I will have some cheese or something. And that's usually only for like main events, but I've been on track this month, which is September at the time, um, to not, you know, eat because it's somebody's birthday I'm not gonna have a piece of cake okay I'm just I'm gonna do right um well actually for my kid's mom's birthday I did I didn't have a slice of cake but at the I was like, okay Randy come on you can't you can't just be eating vegan when it's easy so yeah <laughs> so and I also went vegan because instead of harping on how much pain I'm in and how my hips hurt etc I've been doing something about it keyword doing keyword action um i'm not waiting on my weight to fall off or my body to feel better on its own i'm initiating change and i've been having a lot of fun y'all vegans eat so well okay like they i i have not been hungry i have not been hungry like they eat so well i have been eating so good (laughs) and if you follow my personal page i think i've only been putting my clothes around so but i've been putting some of my meals y'all i've been eating good okay i am not starving um a second way or a second change that I've been making um, to become undependent is I'm being honest with God, okay? I have written some prayers for myself and one of them starts like, um, God, <laughs> I stop and start and stop and start a lot when it concerns devotion to myself. I get scared and frustrated and bogged down in old and false stories, internalized shame, lies and fear about myself where I find that before I know it I've quit God God I know that my life is my responsibility and I know I didn't deserve the abuse and trauma I endured as a child and I know no matter how tempting and familiar I can't stay there in the past God please help me devote myself to myself and even just reading a bit of that prayer right now got me like who because I had to stop bullshit <laughs> because I'm only lying to myself God and my people um, already know who I am and they just been waiting on me to catch up okay Um, another thing that I have done to become independent is I have blocked and have gone no contact with family members with a lot of family members actually Um, family members I never even imagined I can go no contact with which honestly was scarier and harder emotionally than I'm making it sound, um, I have been in the trenches, y'all, but I'm realizing I don't have to do this. Like a lot of us would be like, oh, well, that's family. You just got to live family. No, no, that's abuse. Um, (laughs) You are being hated. You are being hurt. That is codependency. I don't have to have an anxiety attack every time I see your name, you know, pop up on my phone, pop up on my screen, pop up in my email. And I don't have to lie and shrink myself every time you come around. And I don't have to spend hours on the phone with someone else I trust talking shit about how talking to you drives me insane. So <laughs> I was like, girl, you could just stop this. You are not stuck. You know, this is my life. And if I died right now, I'd be mad as hell that I put up with your bullshit, you know? And so I did the thing that scared me the most. And yeah. Um,. Another thing I've been doing to become independent is playing and letting myself get still. So playing includes for me, dancing, singing with Drew. Y'all, Drew is, okay, let me tell y'all something. This girl thinks she got a YouTube channel and she be vibing, okay? She tell her subscribers, I'm her best friend and we really be out here. Um, I've also been coloring um, and playing with Play-Doh has been healing from my inner child. Me and Drew made like a cute little like town with Play-Doh, Mikey was very impressed because it was actually really cool. I don't know if he got a picture though. I think he did. Maybe I. may if we have one, I'll put it on Instagram. Um. But anyway, um, this has all been very healing for my inner child. Okay, I'm having lots of fun, and Drew is so much fun, and it's been nice to allow myself to step away from overworking. You know, which is also a sign of codependence to enjoy time with what and who I value um and concerning and concerning letting myself be still when I finally sit down and I don't do anything and I'm not being stimulated lots of feelings tend to come up and I realize oh I'm feeling emotional my body needed this break or needed this cry etc and so I'm working on not blocking out my feelings just like feeling them and not trying to discern and intellectualize why am I crying girl just let your body cry just cry just cry and you know you always find out why you were crying a few days later or in a few hours and finally one of the last things i have been doing to become independent is being accountable uh so now that i'm willing to admit that it's been me <laughs> and that i have consistently given away my power stood in my own way and hated myself what do I do now? So um, this one has been really hard. And like the others I've named will probably take the rest of my life to complete, which I'm making peace with. Like this is going to take, this took you 30 years to get here. It may take 30 years to get out, you know? So um, I've had to hold myself accountable, accountable. <laughs> I said accountable, but <laughs> I've had to hold myself accountable and acknowledge where I've self-sabotaged, where I've lacked self-respect, where I have led myself because of my crappy shitty boundaries and y'all it has been really 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 hard um it is really hard um to look in the mirror it's really hard um it's enough to convince me sometimes to stop doing this work because there is so much grief guilt and shame and I have to acknowledge all of it and forgive all of it and um it's hard um having to admit and acknowledge that I have done and put up with things that I would never do (laughs) and put up with now Um, I've also said some things I would never do now Um, I have quit I have manipulated and lied to myself and others I have been a coward and I've been quiet and I have refused to do the work and it's painful facing this Um, it really is like it's just like girl like oh no self-respect no dignity no self-dignity no self-love like you have been your own worst enemy um and it never stops uh (laughs) because as I take care of myself I am now creating the space in myself to process all the stuff I swallowed and I have swallowed a lot y'all like (sighs) some days I feel like drowning but um And uh, I really do get why people don't do the work on themselves and just chalk it up to being this is who they are. And I'm too old to change um, because it is hard. Like I said, looking in the mirror, it is hard, but it's not only hard. And that is what keeps me going. So I believe now that I have opened myself up to an overflow of love, acceptance and abundance by doing this work. And while I'll never be done healing and forgiving myself, I feel a lot better. And I'm feeling so much better, clearer, and braver. And this is why I think everyone should read this book. When you bring your child home for the first time,
0: you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork a revolutionary baby monitor is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at (sighs) joinmidi.com.
1: We still here, (laughs) y'all. We still here. All right. Finally, I... We'll leave you with this. In all our codependency, with all our controlling, rescuing, and assorted character defects, we are okay. We are exactly as we are meant to be. I've talked a lot about problems, issues, and things to change. These are goals, things we will do to enhance our lives. Who we are right now is okay in fact codependents are some of the most loving generous good-hearted and concerned people i know we've just allowed ourselves to be tricked into doing things that hurt us and we're going to learn how to stop doing these things but those tricks are our problems they are not us if we have one character defect that is abhorrent it is the way we hate and pick on ourselves that is simply not tolerable nor acceptable any longer We can stop picking on ourselves for picking on ourselves. This habit is not our fault either, but it is our responsibility to learn to stop doing it. We can cherish ourselves and our lives. We can nurture ourselves and love ourselves. We can accept our wonderful selves with all our faults, foibles, strong points, weak points, feelings, thoughts, and everything else. It's the best thing we've got going for us. It's who we are and who we were meant to be, and it's not a mistake. We are the greatest thing that will ever happen to us. Believe it. It makes life much easier. The only difference between codependence and the rest of the world is that the other people don't pick on themselves for being who they are. All people think similar thoughts and have a range of feelings. All people make mistakes and do a few things right, so we can leave ourselves alone. We aren't second-class citizens. We don't deserve to lead second-hand lives. And we don't deserve second-best relationships. We are lovable and we are worth getting to know. People who love and like us aren't stupid or inferior for doing that. We have a right to be happy. We deserve good things. The people who look the most beautiful are the same as us. The only difference is they're telling themselves they look good. And they're letting themselves shine through. The people who say the most profound, intelligent, or witty things are the same as us. They're letting go, being who they are. The people who appear the most confident and relaxed are no different from us. They've pushed themselves through fearful situations and told themselves they could make it. The people who are successful are the same as us. They've gone ahead and developed their gifts and talent and set goals for themselves. We're even the same as the people on television, our heroes, our idols. We're all working with approximately the same material, humanity. It's how we feel about ourselves that makes the difference. It's what we tell ourselves that makes the difference. We are good. We are good enough. We are appropriate to life. Much of our anxiety and fearfulness stems, I believe, from constantly telling ourselves that we're just not up to facing the world and all the situations. Relax. Wherever we need to go and whatever we need to do, we are appropriate for that situation. We will do fine. Relax. It's okay to be who we are. Who or what else can we be? Just do our best at whatever we are called upon to do. What more can we do? Sometimes we can't even do our best, and that's okay, too. We may have feelings, thoughts, fears, and vulnerabilities as we go through life, but we all do. We need to stop telling ourselves we're different for doing and feeling what everyone else does. We need to be good to ourselves. And that is a section of the book um, by the author Melody Beattie, Codependent No More. y'all closing calls to action if you enjoyed this episode please let us know and if you like this take on like book reviews please let us know that as well at blackmailmare at gmail.com we also talk about books y'all on discord and i know y'all i know everybody's tired of social media we tired um and i was very anti-discord um and then I was considering it for Patreon. Then Mikey was like, yeah, maybe we should. And we was like, nah. Then we had a Patreon meeting and they were like, what about Discord? Well, I think I would asked and everybody was like, yeah, get a Discord. It's a lot of fun. Shout out to our moderators, Renee, Jared, Nikki, getting them channels together. Uh, codependents also don't delegate well. And so I was like, hey, anybody want to take over this Discord? Because I, I can't, I can't I can't I can't <laughs> and renee is getting us all together and it's been really fun over there and we have a bookworms channel um and charnel just dropped like three articles of books by black people um that are horror related and themed and sci-fi related uh, for october or for halloween coming up so just letting you know we talk about books all the time over there is one of our channels so if you are interested in that type of stuff please consider joining us on patreon dot com give what you can when you can and you will be immediately uh, admitted into the discord so thank y'all also if you don't join actually no i want you to join (laughs) so i won't say that but we do always look forward to your feedback and your emails and your dms and your comments so thank you for listening the black millennial marriage podcast is hosted and co-produced by mikey and randy chapman all episodes of the black millennial marriage podcast are edited by me randy chapman at wordy productions a podcast management company y'all if y'all are ever like how do i start a podcast you can go on my page wordy productions and download the starter kit that i'm very proud of and that i've got great reviews for so um And it's actually like really helpful, okay, and thorough because I can't stand getting a download and it'd be like two pages and then buy from me. No, it's a really good quality starter podcast because you can do it. okay. we are now and still available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts and all your favorite streaming services. Rate us five stars, y'all, and review us. We love hearing from y'all. Again, to support our podcast, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash blackmillennialmarriage. There you'll get unedited episodes, edited and ad-free episodes, Zoom meetings with us, Discord chats with us, all the things. It's a lot of fun over there. So, yeah, consider joining. And be sure to check out our website, www.blackmillennialmarriage.com. Follow me on social media at randyisrich, okay? randy is rich it's spelled how it sounds and and uh, we're and at Wordy productions and our podcast at black millennial marriage on instagram thank you again for listening y'all be blessed don't settle fight clean peace